Good morning, Nashville. My name is Braden Gall, and this is the 444 Monday, March 1st. Today on the show, a bizarre case of personal deja vu, an absolutely brutal Saturday for college basketball fans, but we begin with a winning streak for the Nashville Predators. The 440 is brought to you every morning by the Kingston Group. You guys know the spiel by now. They are Nashville's award-winning custom home and remodeling firm. I was talking to the guys the other day, and they said something to me that really hit home. They said, we want to get on the same side of the table as quickly as possible with our clients. And it's a simple way of saying, let's make sure that our process is aligned with your vision. And because so many people approach a major decision like a remodel or a custom build with lots of apprehension about the process, the Kingston Group's goal is to remove all of that anxiety from the equation by getting on the same side of the table, which is just a way better way of saying, let's get on the same page or be on the same team. They work for and with you. Their process is about care, consideration, and craftsmanship. The work speaks for itself, and you can check it out. The website is buildkg.com. That's buildkg.com. If only the Nashville Predators could play the Blue Jackets every night. After an atrocious showing against Detroit on Thursday, the Nashville Predators began a five-game homestand with back-to-back wins over the weekend. The Preds are now 5-1 against Columbus on the season and 4-10 and against everyone else. UC Saros got starts in both games and delivered in a big way. He faced 30 shots on Saturday and gave up just one goal, while Matias Ekholm had his first two-goal game of his career in the 2-1 win. Throw pucks at the net, folks. Then again on Sunday, Saros allowed just one goal on 29 shots in the Preds' 3-1 win over Columbus. Eli Tolvanen continues to find success as he scored his third goal of the season once again on the power play. The Preds will be at home the rest of the week with Carolina on Tuesday night and a pair with the surprisingly awesome Panthers on Thursday and Saturday. Again, the time is now if the Preds want to work their way back into the playoff picture. They have won four out of their last five games, and that keeps them hanging around. But the deadline looms about a month away, and this team will go on the road for eight straight games following this week, six of which will come against the best three teams in the division. Nashville is running out of time to make a strong playoff push because otherwise, we are nearing the tipping point for this franchise this season. The condensed schedule is a double-edged sword. Every team is just one good week of hockey away from being in the playoffs, but also one bad week away from kickstarting their rebuild. At least this weekend, Smashville had one hell of a time. There was a lot of college basketball action this weekend as we inch closer to conference tournaments across the country. Some of it was good, but mostly it was just bad. The Vols' offense was once again inadequate, and Tennessee lacked physicality in a 77-72 loss to Auburn and former coach Bruce Pearl. Auburn didn't have one of its best players, has nothing to play for as they are under a self-imposed postseason ban, and isn't even close to an NCAA tournament caliber team. And they still outworked Tennessee. Rick Barnes criticized his team's overall lack of energy after the game, which was fair. But frankly, Barnes is the guy who should be getting the most scrutiny here. Tennessee was picked to win the SEC's regular season and just capped the fourth straight week of going 1-1. One and one. They are 6-6 six and six in their last 12 and have lost to two teams with losing records in the last week. They are falling apart at the worst possible time. Now, college basketball is a postseason sport, and teams are judged by what they do in March, which, incidentally, starts today. They could flip a switch and ride a good SEC tournament performance into the big dance and make a run. Sure, it's college hoops, anything can happen. Tennessee will face a solid Florida team at home on Sunday to wrap up the regular season. And maybe the time off this week will give the coaching staff some opportunity to figure things out. 
But who is confident that that's going to happen at this stage of the season if nothing they've done has worked for 23 games? Nothing Barnes has done this year has improved this team. In fact, it's pretty clear that they've gotten worse as the season has gone along. And if we're going to use the postseason to evaluate teams and coaches, then Barnes might want to put on some earmuffs. Barnes has been to one Sweet 16 in the last 11 years, and that was two years ago as a two-seed who then lost to Purdue. His other tournament team at Tennessee was a three-seed that lost to an 11-seed in the second round. Barnes went to the tournament in six of his last seven seasons at Texas and didn't make it out of the first weekend one time. And let's be honest, he is probably lucky last year's tournament was canceled. Barnes' record over the last two years in the SEC is 18-16. and 16. Rick Barnes has been an excellent coach for Tennessee, but we are beginning to see glimpses of the lack of upside that plagued him at Texas. That can all change with a great tourney run this month. But again, is anyone betting on that? Belmont played the toughest week of their entire season without their best player, Nick Mazinski, and it showed. They lost both games to Eastern Kentucky on Thursday and, despite a valiant final-minute comeback, to Moorhead State on Saturday in overtime. So after winning 28 straight OVC games and 21 straight games overall, Belmont, who is still the OVC regular season champ, will enter the conference tourney on a two-game losing streak. And actually, the two losses doesn't really change their outlook all that much. They have to win the OVC tournament to get into the NCAA tournament. And to do so, they will likely need their star. Mazinski is listed as day-to-day and is expected to be back in some capacity for the conference tournament. He will need to do his best Willis Reed impersonation because clearly this team isn't the same without their star big man. The Ohio Valley Conference Tournament gets started on Wednesday in Evansville, Indiana, and Belmont will have to win three straight games to get the automatic bid it needs to go dancing. The good, I suppose, over the weekend was the play of Jerry Stackhouse's team. Vanderbilt beat a solid Ole Miss team without its two best players to earn their third SEC win in eight games. Clearly, this team has gotten better. The Doors will get LSU on the road on Tuesday night and will rematch with Ole Miss on Saturday in Oxford to finish the regular season. So I got to get something off my chest real fast that's sort of sports related, sort of not, but very much related to our city. And milestones are a big part of sports, right? Records, memories, family, experiences, things that, that tie us back to a specific time and place. And what's really weird about these next couple of weeks for sports fans is that we're starting to enter a period of time where we don't really have a defending champ, a defending story, a defending moment or milestone because of all of the things that we went through. And of course, as we all dealt with a giant storm rolling through Nashville in the last weekend of February, just like we did last year, it it definitely calls into memory all of the things that went down around this time. I guess it's just an opportunity, I think, for all of us to just, you know, while we don't have a defending March Madness champion, we don't have an SEC defending champion, you know, MLS missed half of their season, all the other sports were shut down, you know, there's no college baseball national defending champion. There's just so much that that we missed out on last season, and I think it's an opportunity for all of us, not just Nashvillians, but everybody to sort of recognize how we got into that problem, how we got into that situation, and how we didn't get out of it because we weren't capable of just listening to each other, talking to each other, thinking about each other, and and acting appropriately. And yet we are still here 12 months later reaching these milestones. For me personally, it's been over a year since my show was canceled, and I still have no clue why no one's ever told me. Um, a year since my child's daycare was hit with a tornado, 
a, a year since all of the sports world went on hold. And I just think it's important to remember how we sort of ended up. I, I do think that a big a big lesson, a big takeaway from all of it is, man, we just need to think about each other a little bit more. And uh, if that means, you know, just remembering something as simple as that, then then that's all I'm trying to get across here. I don't even know what I'm trying to say. I'm not even sure why I'm saying it. I just feel the urge to as I'm, you know, staring at Nashville severe weather on Twitter, concerned about the safety of my kids as we watch another storm roll through on the final weekend of February as we head into March, exactly as we did last year. Call it storm anxiety, call it, you know, memories, call it milestones, whatever. But um, we just we didn't have conference champions in college basketball last season. We didn't have an NCAA tournament, Masters, Kentucky Derby, NBA, NHL. Everything was just shut down, and I just think it's important for us to remember how we didn't work our way through that and what lesson we can take from that situation. I don't know. All I had to say. The 440 is brought to you by the Kingston Group, Nashville's custom home and remodeling firm. Award-winning, I might add. And you guys know the spiel by now. It's all about preparation. It's all about alignment. It's all about organizing your vision and their plan and their process that has been trusted and successful for over a decade and putting them together to give you a wonderful home. A home that you can be proud of and a home that is an investment. When you do major remodels or build custom homes, it appreciates. It's not like a, a car. When you drive it off the lot, you lose 20% of the value. Things you do to your home, especially large ticket items, they are investments that appreciate. So it's a sound financial decision on top of something you can live in and be proud of and find peace in as well. And that's what the Kingston Group is all about, aligning those visions and those goals with their process to give you the best possible place to live. That's it. That's as simple as it gets. Check out the website, buildkg.com. That's the Kingston Group at buildkg.com. The 440 is a production of 440 Media, written and produced by Braden Gall, music by William Tyler. William Tyler.